if you care about someone, they come and visit you. Your house is going to be nice and organized. You're going to um, be able to follow up with them, connect with them. And if you can just emulate what we would do in real life with people that we um, value and respect, if you do that with your customers, well, I think that's bedrock of a super solid business. And yeah, it's a dream come true that a, a tech platform out there exists that you can trust. This is James Schramko. James Schramko here. This is episode 921. Today we're going across the other side of the world and we're speaking to Chal Kurtzi. I hope I pronounced that right. It's a different, an unusual word, certainly around these parts. You're over there in South Africa. That's right. Hey, James, great to be with you and always uh, enjoy listening to the show. And so it's super cool to be a guest here today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. I've known you for many years. A little bit of our backstory. I first encountered you when I went to Ryan Levesque's high-level mastermind sort of group that I actually helped him put together. It's a funny bit of history there. That was in Texas. I think you were- Austin. Yeah, you were a long way from home. So was I. And we had a great uh, little mastermind. We had lots of friendly conversations. I found out you come from that part of the world, specifically from J-Bay, which in speaking terms, uh, you know, in terms of the surfing world, it's kind of like a mecca. It's sort of the subject of one of the classic films, uh, The Endless Summer, where they were discovering Cape St. Francis or whatever. That's it. Which is nearby. You've got a picture of you on the wall there in a stand-up barrel. I love that. <laughs> it's a goal for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I got my first uh, barrel this year and it was, uh, it was such an emotional event. But of course, that, it's an epic wave. It's, lo- it's really cold. It's a little bit sharky. And uh, there's some real superheroes from that part of the world. And so, you know, we resonated instantly when we found we had that common bond and an appreciation and love of the water. But also we have other common things. You run a digital marketing agency and you also publish information products, which was great because, you know, we're talking the same language from, a, you know, what we do for a living perspective. I know that you forged a real, a real market over there in a different part of the world than we're used to hearing about. We often hear about the Philippines. We obviously hear about North America, plenty of people in the UK and Australia. We hear about the programmers in the Eastern Europe. What we don't hear about so often is South Africa as a supplier for the digital space. I'd love it if you could share something about that and uh, then we'll sort of have a free-ranging discussion. I want to cover things like platforms and also give you a little hat tip for episode 826. We had one of your agency clients here, the, the midwife surfer. That's right. You know, bringing home uh, a great case study for what you've been able to help with on that platform of 10X Pro. So let's just talk about how did you find yourself in the digital marketing space in an untypical market? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And thanks for the intro there, James. Yeah. So basically, um, I actually, my previous life, I used to be a professional musician to it around and that's how I made my living. And at one point, I just, I was kind of keen for a new challenge and uh, was just recently married and with my wife, I decided, well, let's move to the UK because I wanted to go and study music further. And I know that by studying, I'm going to be in the circles and I'm going to meet, you know, all the greats and so forth. And I got to meet some very famous musicians and interview them for magazines and so forth. And it was super fun, but it was during that process that I realized, well, to really go all in the music, you're not really going to be home that much. It's not that conducive to start a family and all those kind of things. And that's when the internet marketing kind of space just started evolving. It was around 2009, 2010, around that time. And then we, uh, I decided, well, let me take my knowledge and experience as a musician and my love for teaching, and let's start a business. So we started a business, guitar lesson business at the time, and the English-speaking market was super competitive. 
And it was quite hard to crack. And that's when we literally just, we built our first site in Joomla and then we figured out how to use WordPress. And, you know, it was in that, those ages, YouTube and Facebook was just up and coming. But then I, one day I had the idea and I said, well, why don't we do it in another language? So my partner at the time, he was Italian speaking. So we built everything that we did in the English speaking market. We took it to the Italian space. And then uh, we had a six-figure business back then and it was really cool. And through that period, in, in another circle, I met some people who knew John Lint, and I worked with John on a project together there. And then as a result of that, a lot of people came to me and said, well, Joel, we love what you're doing with the info publishing space. Can you also help us? And it started with websites and then copywriting and then marketing strategy. And in that case, basically the agency was born and I traveled back to South Africa after my five years or so in the UK. And that's when we started the agency with my wife because she's a designer. And then I obviously had a love for strategy and just putting the whole thing together, which is similar to music. It's all about patterns and connection and so forth. So it was through that that our agency was born and it just kind of kept growing that it was too much work for just my wife and I because we had too much on our plate. And then the interesting thing about South Africa is technically we're a third world country. So our economy, I mean, all those kind of things is not great as per, you know, first world countries like Australia and the UK and America and so forth. But the people in South Africa, they are very intelligent and they've got a love for technology and they're very social people. So in that regard, they love learning. So we have a big, you know, a drive for learning. And so in my town that I live here now in Jay Bay, because we could be independent, location independent, there's a lot of people who want to live here for the waves and surfing, but they don't want to work at a restaurant and they don't want to do those kind of things. So uh, they were able to join me on this journey. And basically I started the agency with a bunch of folks who just, they had a fire in the belly. They wanted to learn stuff. They wanted to serve people. And um, over time, the agency grew at one point, I think we had close to 15 people. And um, yeah, so everything from tech to design to copywriting to videography, which is a big thing, obviously, over here as well, and just learning to tell stories. So that's kind of how our agency started. And that was quite a while ago, about 10 years ago. But over the years, South Africa has also come on a map with people just learning about copywriting. And even someone like Andre Chaperone is half South African. And obviously, someone like Elon Musk is probably our, our most famous entrepreneurial South African, obviously, uh, went to school here and all those kind of things. So there's that drive to build something, to serve and to help. And I think that's why South Africans are really um, a good fit for, to help people build businesses as it relates to agency stuff. And also, we have the currency in our favor. So a dollar goes much further in South Africa, similar to what you would have in the Philippines than what it would go, say, in if you live in an expensive place like San Diego or so. So that's kind of a a nutshell journey. And through all of that, we um, I still have my love for music and we're still publishing. Um, so we kind of in the field as well, doing what we preach. And that's what I love. So we can actually tell people, well, we had this campaign. That's what we did. That's what we found. So we're also practitioners of the craft. So that's kind of a nutshell of, I guess, the last 10 to 12 years there. <laughs> it's great. Um, sorry, it was Elon who? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's a, he's a pretty famous export. I was going to ask about the currency because clearly, you know, there's, there's English speaking. That's a huge win. That's what makes the Philippines so good. But you've also got a time zone difference, you know, which is, you know, for example, the Philippines is favorable for the Australian market, but it's a different time zone to the US market. So you've got an interesting little pocket of the world there. And you're right, there's some, some really famous people from that market who have gone well, particularly Andre has been a guest on this show and I noticed in Australia, in particular, the people who come from South Africa are very, very good at business. They tend to run all the retail businesses. I think they own most of the sporting chains and 
they have a reputation for being fairly assertive. And I think that's because in some cases there's been more hardship or a more difficult environment to grow up in. I'm certainly generalizing here. And I suppose, I think these days they might even call them developing nations, which is exactly what's happening. In your case, you've got all this, uh, you know, you're set up with the same studio that you would have in any other place and it makes you accessible. So interesting that you bumped into John Lint and you did some projects together. I don't think everyone in my audiences realizes just how far back he goes. And uh, some people have heard the development story of the platform that he's um, pioneered, 10X Pro, and how that was born and utilized as an agency. But you've continued to use uh, that platform as an agency and also for your information products to this day. They're a part of your um, agency solution. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. When somebody comes to us and they ask us, um, when it comes to the tech stack, what should they use? 10X Pro is always the number one recommendation because we use it ourselves, number one. And uh, number two, I've known John also going way back. And the thing I love about John is um, being the driver and the visionary and the person who actually builds the platform. He lives and breathes that stuff. And we've seen too many platforms that has come and gone over the years that was built by a marketer. Mm. And then it's like flavor of the week and it's not, it doesn't get developed or supported and all those kind of things. And John, he lives and breathes this stuff. So I can, with confidence, use it for my own business and then also recommend it to clients. Because obviously, whenever you recommend something, you know, you want to do good by people letting them, this is a platform that's going to be around. You can build your business on this. And uh, so for all those reasons, I love it. And then obviously on top of that, in my opinion, is the best platform out there because the feature set is so specific for um, our needs and what we want to do. It's not a bloated feature set to try and be all things to all people. It's very specific at what it does and it does it like exceptionally well. So uh, for all those reasons, we're massive fans of 10X Pro. It just makes things so much easier. And one of my favorite things, of course, is the app as well for when you're building a community, because now wherever you're going, you can get a notification. Someone has commented on a thread or someone has asked a question. So when people feel that sense of connection in a space where, you know, obviously we've gone through the pandemic and it was a social distancing and people kind of lack that connection and marketing in essence, if you have to draw that word down to a, a simple word, it's connection. So I love the fact that the 10X Pro as a tool puts that in my ability to just really connect with people and to serve them and to help them and not really get stressed out about, you know, all the technology and all of those kind of things and just focus on what you do well, because that's how you can really create that category of one when you find your voice and you find a problem and can you really provide a solution where people feel seen, heard and understood and that you actually help them solve problems. So it's kind of a dream come true in that sense. When you think about it, the technology that you need to run a business, it's so easy. You just go to the, the site, you sign up and then um, there's an awesome team to help you every step of the way. Yeah, support's pretty strong. So you've talked about the solid fundamentals, the fact that there's a huge responsibility when you make recommendations. I certainly feel the weight of that. I'm obviously been a huge advocate of it. I've built my own sites. I'm up to my third site now on that platform, one in a non-online marketing space. Two years ago, I started that one and then there was um, super fast results. I've been thrashing the platform, actually trying all the different funnels and campaigns and ways that you can lay out the forums. And through the help of John and his team, we've been setting up jamesramco.com on the platform. You're right. You know, If you're an agency and you're setting up the clients, you want the thing to be around in the future. Do get questions around Own the Race course because people ask me about that. I know you're familiar with it. You've consumed some of these podcasts, so thank you for that. I appreciate it. I know how difficult that probably was. But tell me, how do you see it fitting into that uh, philosophy? Because, of course, 
there is a sliding scale between control and ease of use. So you could have no control and fantastic ease of use using a Facebook page. You could have maximum control, but very difficult to use if you want to try and glue together bits and pieces. So what I say to people generally is that, look, you can control where you point your domain. You can control where you store your backup videos, audios, PDFs. You can control your database and download a CSV copy of it. So it really minimizes the risk in my mind as to what could happen if the whole thing detonated, which I'm pretty sure it won't. And there are contingency plans. And just on that point, I spent quite a lot of time with John now. And one of the things that they do differently, which is really impressive, is every single time someone installs a site, they put it on its own server, its own installation. They do not share the database for all users, which is what just about every other platform does. It might be easier to create a new site on some of these other platforms, but they're just lumping it into the same database. And now as a computer savvy person, Charles, you probably know what I'm talking about, but people listening might not realize that that comes with a little bit of risk. If someone gets taken down, they all get taken down. So what he does is because he's quite technical and into it, he sets it up as its own thing. So I think he's really mitigated the risk, you know, like of a fire or, or whatever. If one site goes down, that might be the limit of it and then it'll be backed up and restored very quickly. But what's your take on how I talk about Own the Race Course and then what you decide for the platform? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And I think when it comes to Own the Race Course, basically it's just understanding what the landscape is looking like. Because at some point, of course, if there's platforms like YouTube and Facebook and whatnot, those are kind of channels that you can go and put some content on. But at some point, you want to get those people. It's like if you meet someone cool uh, somewhere, at some point, you're going to invite him over to your house for a barbecue or, or get together. And, and you basically want to invite him to your space. And then that's where you can connect without you know meeting them at some other space that you don't control. So Of course, we'll use the other platforms like Facebook and YouTube, and it's always going to be new platforms, but you need to have a way to get those people into your own home, so to speak. And that's what 10X Pro is for me. And uh, because the thing is, you can have uh, great content, they've got the blogs, it's SEO, so people can still find you like that. But as soon as they buy a product, they come into your, what we call an LMS, a learning management system. And what I love about the 10X Pro LMS setup is that you've got options there in terms of how you want to design it, how you want to put your dashboards together and some of those kind of things, which some of the other platforms don't have. They've got a cookie cutter approach as mm. to how the content looks. And especially once you start getting a lot of courses, it can become unwieldy. And then it's like inviting someone to a messy house. So you also don't want to do that. So in that regard, I love 10X Pro for that reason in the way that you can organize your content. Because In this day and age, attention is the most important thing that you can get. So even if somebody buys your course, you still need to sell them on actually consuming the course and because then they're going to get the result. And once they get the result, they'll stick around the retention. Like you've got an insane retention and uh, people will then obviously end up buying more stuff and continuing that relationship. So when it comes to an LMS, like we're going to deliver your products, I think that is super important. So 10X Pro has all of those things built in. And then if you look at the forum, and you can actually have different forum threads and forum sections for different products. Now you can get the conversation going. People can message members with the app. They can message you. They can do all those kind of cool things. And you can also live stream right into the platform. So now not only are you delivering the content in a way that's easily consumable, it makes sense. It fits your brand. It's not a cookie cutter thing that looks like someone else's site. You can you know customize it to your own liking. 
But then also there's those boundaries in place because entrepreneurs, you know, if you leave them to their own devices, they want to customize something to its nth degree. And at some point you get diminishing returns of effort. So um, you've gotten all the various areas that you want to kind of customize to your liking, but then you are not left with an open slate, like what you would have if you have WordPress with all the world's plugins and so forth, because very soon that becomes unwieldy. And then you are like doing tech work and $10, $20 an hour work when you should be focusing on, you know, $100,000, $10,000 an hour per work, when you really think about what is it that sets you apart and how can you serve people? So for those reasons, in how people can consume the content and how you can connect with members once they've become a paying member, that to me is just at the core of relationship building. Because if you care about someone, they come and visit you, your house is going to be nice and organized. You're going to um, be able to follow up with them, connect with them. And if you can just emulate what we would do in real life with people that we um, value and respect, if you do that with your customers, well, I think that's a bedrock of a super solid business. And yeah, it's a dream come true that a, a tech platform out there exists that you can trust. And like you just mentioned, the thing about the different databases and all those kind of things, it's stuff most people don't even think about when they sign up for platforms, but um, just to have that structural integrity, so to speak, from how they build it, you know, the building's not going to come caving down because they didn't try and skimp on costs, that type of thing. So it's these things that you don't even think about, but it's part and parcel of the software and it's been around, you know, for a super long time. So yeah, it just gives you that peace of mind as it relates to building your business and being able to serve people out there. You know, one of the other things people don't think about is if a company is very strongly built by a marketer, and they have really strong marketing, there's lots and lots of ads, and there's lots and lots of affiliates and all of that, there's a very good chance that that database of websites and the clients of the websites, that that data is being used or sold or put into some kind of marketing campaign, you know, either out the back door or in whatever way. That's definitely been my concern, is that it's very tempting for a marketer to take that database and use it for, you know, to build a, an audience or a remarketing list or to pixel someone's offer or whatever. So there is always that concern in the back of my mind. I think that's one reason why I quite like that the platform does not try and handle CRM because that's a case of, yeah, trying to do too much and not doing it great. And uh, almost always I see people taking cheap solutions and then having to retrace their steps and get a better solution down the track. And I love what you said about diminishing return. I I've used to sometimes have really vibrant discussions with John about features. And um, what he was trying to do was sit beside me, you know, we, we would travel together and he would sit beside me and make me open up the laptop and just show me how I'm using my platform. And over time, the things that I do use that other people would use got built into the system. And there is a James Ramco membership funnel, for example. That's the exact funnel that I used. There is the ability to have a look in your platform and see if people are actually completing the courses. That's like a dashboard for the website owner. I asked for that feature because I'm not, I don't want to just sell the product. I want to know that they're going through it. And anyone who sells a B2B scenario, they're going to have a sales manager or a company director that they can go to and say, hey, here's your sales team. These three people have been through it. These three people are halfway through and these three never logged in once. Yeah, That's just gold. Other things that uh, I, um, through a user suggestion, I asked if we could change the color of the app. So that happened recently and it looks beautiful. I wanted to be able to contact people if they don't log in. You know, I was using a third party platform on my current site that I'd pay extra. In fact, I would pay extra each month for this one thing 
that's the same cost as 10X Pro just to be able to follow people up if they don't log in. And I was able to get that put in. Also, I used to sell on a always closed but always opening funnel and automation, and that all got built in. And then I used to have this separate software to be able to run webinars, but that got built in. So talk about getting the 80-20. I mean, the things that you do use are built in, but I really, really want to reinforce. As entrepreneurs, we do get people saying, oh, but I need it to be able to do this, or it has to be able to do that. And often when I talk about this with John, we'll sort of come up with the answer. They're asking for the wrong thing. You know, they should be clicking on campaign deploy the campaign, fill in great sales copy and driving traffic to it and stop worrying about this little micro feature that makes no difference that someone else has probably convinced them that they absolutely have to have. So that's, that was such a good point. And we don't hear that enough. And it, you know, it takes someone who's got marketing and technical ability to be able to highlight that. And that's what you bring to the table here, Charles. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. Now, aside from helping clients, with their websites and uh, installing them, you still run your own website. So you're both a practitioner and advisor in a way. And you said you're interested in music. And gosh, I think I've collected dozens and dozens of musicians who have memberships in my world. There's a lot of them. But it seems like uh, it's been a good business, especially during the pandemic. And no doubt uh, when you were over there learning from Ryan, you would have incorporated things like quiz funnels and stuff, which of course is also built into the platform. Yeah. So how is the music side of your stuff going, the information product? Yeah, no, it's, it's actually going great. We are seeing um, some great growth in, in our one membership at the moment. And it's been a journey of understanding as a, an educator. Normally we think, okay, and I, I studied, I got a degree in music and all those kind of things, but understanding our, our traditional education, how it's different from online. So I had to kind of make that shift in my mind because at some point you want to have an encyclopedic approach to this is how you play guitar or this is how you do all these things. And you want to give people all this stuff, but they don't need all of that. They just need a few key things that's going to allow them to do what they want to do. Because most people that we serve, they don't do this full time. They didn't go and study a degree. They didn't make a living with that. They just want to have some fun. So as soon as I made that switch in my mind and I just realized, okay, great, let me really find out what it is that they are struggling with and how can I help them, you know, give them a few, the 80-20 thing, you know, give them 20% of information and techniques and that will, they'll be able to use 80% of the time. So that was massive. That really allowed me to, it kind of almost was a weight off my shoulders because now not only do I not have to create these um, crazy courses, I can focus on something, you know, more simple, but knowing it's actually going to get them more results. So I love that, number one. And then number two, one thing that I've realized in my funnels is we have, um, like you mentioned, quiz funnels. So we have some quiz funnels that are running and some are going, we're getting traffic straight from Facebook and YouTube. So it's to a cold audience. And then we have other funnels, the exact same funnel, but it's going to people that um, have either watched our YouTube videos or they've watched some of our videos on Facebook. So they have seen some of our content. And then when I look at the stats left and right, it's like night and day difference. So for example, for cold audience, we'll have like a 35% opt-in rate at the end of a, a quiz funnel, whereas for the warm audience that have seen our content, we'll have like 85%, right? So then that made me realize, sure, it's important to do some content marketing and to have some stuff out there that people can consume like yourself. I mean, yeah, we are at episode 921 of the podcast is people can get to hear your voice, hear your approach on things. And through that, people make a bond with you and they resonate with you and they say, well, I love how that person sees it. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, or not. <laughs> like it's a, that is a lot, there is a lot of content. I was just sort of doing the numbers in my head. If an average episode was 30 minutes, 
there must be 460 hours of content. And I was just thinking about, you know, if you listen to four and a half hours a day, it would take you 100 days straight. Uh, So it's like three months of listening to me for half an hour a day. I do not recommend that. I've actually got, there's two or three people who tell me they've listened to every episode, which is pretty enthusiastic. And for that, I'm truly grateful. But you're right, you've got this platform. By the way, I was um, one of the people who requested a blogging feature on 10X Pro, and I also requested the ability to put title tags and things for SEO because I I came from an SEO background. So it's great that you can do these things. So you've learned that you're getting different responses from different market funnels. And I imagine you've probably gone into that little campaign builder and clicked a few of the different options to try different campaigns. It's actually very easy to do, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's um, obviously you just go in there, you choose a campaign you want, and then all of the pages are populated for you. And then you'd go and put the copy in where you need to put it in. So the time that it actually takes you to launch a funnel is like reduced so much. And I think the biggest lesson for entrepreneurs is do not procrastinate by saying, I want this feature or that feature, because in a way it's procrastination to keep you from launching your funnel. It is. And people say they want to really get it right so that it can be successful. They don't want to fail. But failure is part of success, right? So the quicker you can click the button, get your campaign up and running, launch it, look at the stats and make the tweaks, you'll get much further, much quicker than by trying to um, deliberate you know, endlessly and try and get this perfect funnel together because it just doesn't exist. You need to get the feedback from the market and from there, adapt your content, how you say things, how you present your offer and all those kind of things which you can't do while you're faffing around with uh, plugins or whatever the case may be. So yeah, that campaign builder feature is really amazing. And um, the fact of the matter is also not these endless campaigns. These are proven campaigns. Like you say, your membership funnel is there. It works. Mm. It's proven. So um, you not only get the tool that works, but you actually get strategic thinking behind campaigns that you can deploy for your own business. So um, once people really... And that's the thing. It almost feels like 10 Pro is the, one of the best kept secrets out there because it just comes with all these things that people don't know are in it. And it's hard to articulate that in one go to somebody because there's so many years and thinking and refinement that has gone into that. But um, that's why I'm, I'm loving seeing more and more people use the case studies and I love recommending to our clients. So um, it just takes time for people to really grasp the true value that is on offer there. It took me some time because you know I came through the... I struggled to build a website. I found some software that made it easy, but technologically uh, it got superseded. It was, you know, Microsoft computer-based build on your site, push up via FTP to the web type software, which at the time was cutting edge. Yeah. And then it just got demolished by WordPress. And, uh, you know, a good chunk of websites are WordPress. Maybe a quarter of all the websites might be WordPress and it's a great blogging platform and it does a lot of things well. But as soon as you start getting a little bit complicated, it doesn't do everything well all the time. And we had a WordPress website shop. We used to sell custom builds and stuff. But one thing that was really interesting, we would find a lot of the time the clients would blow up the website. They would uh, upload a new plugin or not update it or change something. It would conflict and all of that. That's really the big mess that got removed when you don't have access to all of that and you do not need access to all of that because that's all taken care of. Like the fully hosted, completely updated in the background part, you can't put too much of a highlight on this. It's like it's such an important thing. So I want to know as an agency, um, you've got jbaystudios.com. When you recommend this platform and a client comes on board and you build out a site or whatever and you do work for, by the way, I've recommended you to some of my clients in the past to do uh, quiz funnel builds and stuff. Remember back in the day like in the music industry? Yeah, totally. 
Do you f- hand over the logins and say, well, okay, well, here you go, or do you manage it for them, or is there some sort of hybrid, and are they even able to blow it up anymore? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Well, we kind of do a hybrid. For most people, I want to always equip and empower our clients. I never want to have a black box. So mm. I say to them, then here's the funnel. There's your, when we finish building it, we give them a handover document to all the copy, the links, how the funnel works. So that should they have someone in-house or should they ever work with someone else that is technically minded from an agency perspective, when they can just look at this document, okay, great. There's the opt-in, there's the tags, there's the history, this is that, whatever the case so we, we always have that approach so that if they then want to go ahead and move on to it on, by themselves, then they can, because we typically build some specialized funnels, but then they might just want to have a simple opt-in for whatever reason. So for those people, of course, they get to log in, so they can do their thing. And then we have a handful of clients that we've worked with for a long time. We are actually the um, full service in-house agency. We don't do that for a lot of people because obviously um, the scope is just too big. But so we have some people that we just handle everything for them. But for the most part, what I tell them is there's the knowledge base article. It shows you exactly how to do it. If you have a question, there's the live chat. You can hop on the chat with them. And then also John does a weekly live broadcast as well. So you can even hop on and ask John a question about anything on 10X Pro. So for that reason, we'd love to equip and empower our clients to have the keys to the car, so to speak. But it's like we build it up, we set it up for them. And then if they want to run with that afterwards, then they are free to do so. Nice. That's very um, ethical and refreshing. <laughs> That's good. Charles, what a great um, discussion. So some of the takeaways for me are that there are professional agencies who are using this tool, that you have um, a strong sort of foundational belief in the tool because of the founder and the backstory of how you two have connected. You've had lots and lots of successful examples, some of which have been on my show. I know you're well-versed in all things internet marketing because I've seen you. You get on the plane, you go to the conference. uh, Back then, I don't think you had as many children. You've been collecting them now. Well done. Uh, That's very exciting. It's also fun uh, hearing your accent. You know, it reminds me of um, Geordie Smith. And uh, of course, he's a famous surfer and his father, Graham Smith, who's a surfboard shaper. And I actually, through a very clever marketing campaign of a local company here, ended up with a couple of Smith surfboards. And that's uh, the one that I got my barrel on. So I've got a connection to the, right. the Smith family and good waves. So, Charles, what would you like uh, to be your sort of um, wisdom at the end of this discussion that, that you'd like someone to take away from our conversation? As someone who's doing information products and operating as an agency, what would you like to share? Yeah, I would just share at the end of the day, it comes down to connection and just revealing to people who you are, what your views on the world and how you can help them. Because once that human connection is in place, then everything else just follows so much easier. So I would, whether you're running an agency, whether you're running an information product, don't try and put everything behind a paywall. Actually go ahead, let people get to know you, uh, show them what you can do and play the long game. Because at the end of the day, that is once the results start kicking in and uh, just have a long game view, make sure that you can form solid connections with people and that you can demonstrate how you can help them. And finally, don't mess around with complicated technology because that prevents you from doing everything I've just told you because now you're going to sit and struggle with things on a website that doesn't work or whatever the case may be. So make sure that you get someone to help you with that in that regard. And that's where 10X Pro just makes it so much easier and that allows you to form connection, to not have to worry about rebuilding something every year because there's a massive switching penalty, right? When you change platforms, all those kind of things. So hopefully that's useful. Play the long game, show people who you are, 
find your voice. And the only way you do that is just getting out there and talking to people and creating value. And then at the end of the day, when one people, once they get your heart and the essence and authenticity of who you are, no one else can compete with that. There's only one of you. So I would recommend going all in on yourself and play the long game. That's it. And I'm pretty sure if, if um, you listen to this or you decide to take on 10X Pro and you want some professional help, I'm pretty sure jbaystudios.com is listed in the resource Rolodex for you know approved 10X Pro yeah. agency helper types. Charles, always great. I wonder how long ago it was that we met in Texas. It was a great number of years now, I imagine. Yeah, I think it was 2015, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um, or no, no. Yeah, it's it's all a blur with the kids and pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, it probably was six or seven years up. ago. It's like it's kind of yeah. um, it kind of proves the point about the long game. You know, it's like every time I talk to you, it feels like no time has passed. Yes, I've got a great connection, and I appreciate all the help you've given to people who I've sent over to this hidden paradise pocket of the world where they're doing great things. And I uh, hope we can catch up in a future episode and also speak to some of your 10x pro customers on this show maybe we can feature a couple more you know who want to come and share their story and get a little bit of airplay for their product i'm, I'm all about supporting people who are giving it a go and uh supporting the platform so i really appreciate it no that's awesome thanks so much james for having me and um yeah look forward to connecting soon and uh, have a great rest of your week mate cheers thank you this is james Shranko. 